Picture yourself wrapped in its softness. Whether you're enjoying a captivating TV show, gathered around a crackling campfire, or cheering for your favorite football team, Minky understands your fall cravings. Our blankets are tailor-made for those heartwarming autumn vibes. With a variety of colors, they're perfect for complementing the hues of fall, as well as showing off your team pride with their vibrant team colors. And the best part? We've got sizes for the whole family, ensuring that everyone can experience the joy of cozying up in Minky's embrace. This fall, let Minky be your companion in creating unforgettable moments. Wrap yourself in comfort, share love, and relish the essence of the season. Minky Blankets, where warmth meets love in every color for every moment. Fall into one of our Minky Couture stores or visit us online at minkycouture.com. And good afternoon and welcome to the first edition of the Chaotic Sports Podcast, a sports and mental health podcast exclusively on the grid. I am your host, Patrick L. Brown. And if you're watching on YouTube, I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your day to watch my episode. Be sure to subscribe to the grid on YouTube. You can also follow us on the social media platforms on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also follow me on my social media platforms, which are at the bottom of your screen. And this has been a long time coming, uh, transitioning to the video side for Chaotic. The podcast was audio at first, but now we are both audio and video. So I greatly, greatly thank you for all your support. And also uh, thank you for your patience for uh, rocking with me. And whatnot, but we're going to go ahead and get the show started. Uh, as you saw at the beginning of the title slide, that viewer discretion is advised because we will be talking about sports and the subject of mental health. A little bit about myself I am currently a full cell university student and I'm studying online through the Dan Patrick uh, sports broadcasting degree program. And the podcast itself has been going for about a little over a year, but we are here on video now. Thank you for rocking with me. A lot of sensitive subject matter will be discussed on this podcast, so please sit attentively and hear me out. With the NFL season around the corner, within within less than a couple weeks, training camp is here. I'm going to do today's episode is about NFL players and the stigma of mental health. As you all are aware, there have been a lot of athletes across the sports world who have opened up about their mental health and how it's affected the locker room in general. The backlash that the media, you know, what their two cents was about it. 2020 was really the beginning of 
the mental health spectrum affecting athletes as well as human beings across the globe. During that time, we were quarantined, didn't know what was going on. A lot of individuals started their own digital media space with their podcast, and a lot of athletes opened up about their mental health. Going back through time itself, we've been able to hear athletes who are current and retired NFL players talk about their mental health. If you can recall way back in the 70s, 80s, and the early 90s, mental health was not discussed in the locker room. If players are going through injuries, they played through it. If they were going through off-the-field issues, they still played through it. But if you really think about it, all the bizarre stuff that happened to these athletes, the drug use, the physical and domestic abuse towards their spouses, run-ins with the law, a lot of that can be stemmed from CTE. As we've seen over the course of the past 50-something years within this sport, 100 years to be exact, somewhere along there, mental health among former players is now out in the open. Current players have opened up. When this was the forefront of 2020 in every sport, the media gave their two cents. Well, these are multimillionaires that have no real issues. Money cures everything. Why would they have real people issues? I say this. As someone who has been on this mental health journey and trying to break the stigma and encouraging others to open up about their mental health. The media, in general, try to say and sidestep it. Little did they know that athletes watch the debate shows. They listen to all these variety of podcasts and digital media space. And they've They found themselves in dark spaces. Now, you can look at some of the NFL's best players right now. You can't look at me and say that one or two players is battling mental health issues behind closed doors. A lot of athletes struggle in silence because they have no outlet. When they open up about their struggles, they're criticized for it. They're called weak, unfunctional, or dysfunctional, and incapable of playing the game of football at the highest level. When these remarks are made, or were made, about 
certain athletes. My quarterback in Dallas, Ray Dakota Prescott, shout out to Dak. He took a beating by the great Skip Bayless by saying, you can't be the quarterback of America's team and have mental health issues. We all dealt with an anxiety and whatnot during the pandemic. You're the quarterback. If you're playing like boo-boo, opposition is going to use that against you. And Skip Bayless made these comments on National Suicide Prevention Day or national television. I can remember the day that I watched that clip and it hurt me as a human being with everything that was going on in our world at the time. We were dealing with the pandemic. The late, great Kobe Bryant had just passed away in a helicopter crash along with his daughter, Gigi, and seven other individuals. We were all dealing with it. And as someone who had just started the journey to redemption of figuring out who I was through healing of mental health, that was a slap in the face for every athlete that heard Skip Bayless say that. It was discouraging. And sooner or later, the NFL and the brotherhood within locker rooms, they supported Dak. A lot of current and former players ripped Skip Bayless for his take on that. And then he came back the next day and issued a semi-apology for saying, if anybody that needs help or dealing with suicidal or anxiety or depression issues, seek help. There was no suspension, just a statement. He got to keep his job for that time. As we've seen other NFL athletes come out about their mental health struggles. Hayden Hurst. And there's been the likes of a Brandon Marshall, who's been a advocate for mental health and everything he went through. The NFL has done a better job of providing players with the resources that they need. This is one area that the NFL needs to improve on and more athletes are getting involved through their foundations and through team activities away from the field to help strengthen the mental health community. It's pretty sad when we want our athletes and our NFL teams to perform at the highest level. But when they walk off the field and away from that podium, there's a power struggle. So much of a power struggle that they can't deal with it. We throw darts at them. We ostracize them. And then when they perform, underperform, we still have a hissy fit over how they played and how they need to correct it. The NFL is the king of marketing. It's the king of television. We've seen them do more initiatives throughout the last few years. A majority of the NFL players have understood 
are starting to understand their place and their platform to use it for mental health. With everything that's going on within our communities and around the world, mental health is always the forefront of what we're dealing with. Players that took their own lives for no reason because they didn't have an outlet. Players are struggling, rather if they should reveal a whole lot of personal stuff that they normally wouldn't. But the locker room is a safe haven. It's a brotherhood. They compete, they grind, they practice against one another every single day. There may be that one player in there who's who's dealing with something, mentally, physically, emotionally. That doesn't mean that the media takes that as a sign of weakness. How can you say that player is weak if you don't know them personally? Let that sink in for a second. We talk about leaders in the locker room, captains. They have wore the captain's patch on their jersey. They have that patch for a reason. But if you do not know these athletes personally, you should not be questioning any and everything about their personal life. Because what hurts them hurts their team, the organization, and their families. When individuals get on social media and take personal shots at their mental health, I have a problem with that. I have no time for stupidity or trolling of athletes who are struggling with their mental health. This is not the time or place for it. Because it could be somebody in your family that's struggling. Substance abuse, anxiety, depression, feeling suicidal and alienated from society because they don't feel loved. How do you think those 53 men feel in that locker room when one of their brothers is hurting? He's dealing with something that's out of his control. Best thing to do is respect them for being open and vulnerable in order to compete at the highest level. If they had to take time away, respect their decision. It's no different than you having a regular job and you need FMLA to take a mental health day to go see your therapist because we all need therapy, regardless of how you look at it. Athletes are humans too. In a sport with high levels of testosterone and there's been some toxic cultures in certain locker rooms and organizations, the last thing we need is players taking their own lives because they can't handle it. We've seen it on a junior high level, high school, collegiate, and professional level. Just because they're dealing with depression, anxiety. Football is a violent sport. These gladiators of strong men beat each other up Every single week. When the game is over with. And they walk away. And they gave everything they had. 
that's when reality sets in. The fans are no longer saying their names. They start to adjust to a sense of normalcy away from football. And it hurts. Because that's all they've known. They find it difficult to try to, you know, start a second career. Some end up on TV. My hat's off to you. Some, have we, as we've seen, started this digital media space. But then there's that, the demons that they fought through their childhood, through their adult life. Everything is a blur. They start doing things that they normally wouldn't do to themselves. And it's sad. If the NFL had had player safety in place back in the 60s and 70s and even the 80s, most of those players would have been able to seek the help that they needed post-football career or post-retirement. Some players get their money, build their brand, and they walk away in a clean slate of health. That's why as NFL fans, we should never, ever question a player's worth in their contract situations. Should never do it. I'm not the type that's going to sit there and say what a player's worth. But as we've seen with the running back market, it is very it is shrinking. The last 20 plus years, the running back position has become extinct. How do you think that makes them feel mentally knowing that they've that they've earned their next contract, but due to the market, it's not there. They fulfilled a good majority of the rookie contracts and looking to cash in because they only get one contract. It's the one position in football that is not high value like it once was. As we've seen, Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants, Tony Pollard of the Dallas Cowboys, Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders, Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts, and Austin Eckler of the Los Angeles Chargers. Running back is one position that's not guaranteed in the NFL. As we've seen, if you don't play quarterback, offensive, defensive line, wide receiver, Linebacker, you're not going to get a whole lot of money. This is affecting them mentally and psychologically. Because they know they've earned that next that next contract. But due to the position that they play, the market value is very low. Teams aren't willing to spend top dollar for running back whatsoever. Just the name of the game. If you're a highly touted player coming out of the out of college and into the draft, that's just the risk that they take in drafting a running back in the first round. It's affecting them mentally because now they say, where's my place on this team? What's my role? The league is a pass link now. Everybody wants to see a quarterback throw 500 yards. They want to see 20, 30-yard passes downfield. The days of a running back 
carrying a team to the Super Bowl is over with. If those uh, running backs mentioned have played in the 90s, yeah, they'd be the highest paid players. But the time has changed, and the salary cap, salary cap only goes up each and every year. So now you look at it. Do they sit out? Or do they come to an agreement just before the season starts, just so they can have that long-term security? The franchise tag is not a good thing in most cases, regardless of the position that you play. But running backs right now are being affected by this low value market, and it's affecting them mentally and psychologically. What we may deem as a good deal may not be a good deal for them. They have families. If you're the breadwinner in your family and being an athlete, everybody depends on you. They love the luxuries and amenities of being attached to an athlete. But at the end of the day, it boils down to the mental and physical aspect of it. To sit out and miss out on a $10 million franchise tag or come to agreement somewhere in between. What's going to help these players is being mentally prepared. And we're starting to see just how that's affecting them right now, judging by the tweets that they've that they've said over the last 24 hours or so. But mental health was a real issue in the NFL. It's a very, very real issue. And I applaud all NFL players and any football player, athlete in general for speaking out about their mental health. I applaud you. I applaud you 100%. Thank you. You all are the true heroes. You are the MVPs. You are the voices that we need in this sport. As much as I love the NFL, it's even better when it's in a safe space when players are able to perform mentally as well as physically. I believe the NFL will only get better with adding more resources, taking the necessary steps to help players adjust post-NFL. And this would also benefit incoming draftees and the rookie hypnosis during the combine. Understanding how important your mental health is. How important it is to make sure if there's anything that you are dealing with on or off the field that is taken care of. Do what's necessary. But we should never, ever, on God's green earth, decide what's best for a professional athlete. They are grown men. They have wives and girlfriends and children to take care of. Because once it's all said and done, you only get one mind and one body, one flesh, one spirit, one heart. We should never take their mental health for granted. To my fellow viewers and listeners watching, continue to take care of your mental and your physical health. If you are in the need 
of treatments or help, please do so. It's okay to not be okay. We're all in this battle together. We suffer in silence, but always know you are loved, valued, and appreciated. If nobody told you today that they love you, I love you. I love you with all my heart and soul. Be sure to check on your loved ones today. Be sure that you are in a safe space mentally, physically, emotionally, intimately, and spiritually. Take time out of your day to go outside. Walk around. Walk around barefooted. That'll help relieve some of your anxiety. The, gr- the grounding, walking around barefooted, it'll help relieve it. Whatever you have to do, meditate. Take time away from your mobile device. Social media has become a good thing and a bad thing in America. But I say this in closing. NFL athletes, former and current and future, be sure to take care of your mental health. That is all I have for, to, have to, uh, have for today's show. Be sure that you subscribe to The Grid on YouTube. Also. Be sure to check us out on the social media platforms and be sure to follow me on my social media platforms, which are running at the bottom of your screen. I thank you all for taking time out of your day. Please continue to stay safe, stay hydrated in this heat wave. Also, take care of your mental health. That's all I have for you today. This is Patrick L. Brown signing off. Have a most wonderful day. God bless. Peace out.